Hey, I'm Michael Lunsford here at Citizens for a New Louisiana, and look, I am coming to you today to talk about what happened yesterday in the House Committee on Health and Welfare. Uh, 10 a.m., the meeting began. Uh, I actually ran over to Bessie to grab their paperwork, which ended up in the waste can here. They were talking about social studies stuff, which I am interested in. I actually applied to be on that committee, uh, and I was, I was turned down. I think they had quite a number of applicants. Uh, Mr. Woody Jenkins, a former legislator, did end up on that committee, so he did his best. But at any rate, I thought they were talking about vaccine mandates and mask mandates at that meeting. Apparently, that's not going to happen until tomorrow on Wednesday. So I trotted from there over to the committee meeting at the House, which was held in room five, which is in one floor below the basement in the Capitol building, room number five on the House side. At any rate, let me rattle through what was on the agenda. And then I'm going to talk to you about some misinformation. Because while I was at this meeting, I was tweeting, live tweeting what was going on, and I have people tweeting back, I'm a liar, I'm a liar. And I'm thinking, why are you not watching this? Are you not watching Dr. Joseph Cantor with the Louisiana Department of Health explaining this stuff? No, I'm a liar because I'm telling you what Dr. Cantor said. I'll get to that in a minute. But let's let's read the agenda real quick. Two discussion items. That was it. They didn't vote, just talk. Okay. Number one, review the Office of Public Health's collection, validation, and reporting of COVID-19 related data. This was intriguing. Um, in fact, I thought it was just going to be the same old, same old that we've always had, blah, blah, blah. We, you know, you put a swab in your nose and they come and they test it and they tell you a rapid test or whatever, you, you have COVID or you don't. Well, no, they're not doing that anymore. And Dr. Cantor said it wasn't for lack of testing supplies. In fact, I, I, if he said why they're doing it this other way, I don't remember. But what he did say was they're doing COVID-like symptoms, which included things as simple as a runny nose. So if you show up and you have a runny nose, they could mark you as COVID-like symptoms, which means you get added to the COVID list. It's not a diagnosis, but statistically it shows up so they can say, oh no, we're full, we need more help. Now, that is the information I want to get to here in a minute, the we're full information, which was debunked by Dr. Cantor at the meeting yesterday. So let me read you the second item on the agenda. And this is why everybody showed up at the meeting. Okay. This is the reason everybody was there. Consideration of the provisions of revised statute 17170E and any other laws or policies allowing exemptions to vaccine mandates as they apply to elementary, secondary, and post-secondary school admissions and enrollment. So the purpose of this meeting was to talk about exemptions for mandates to have to be vaccinated and, and one of the reasons why I think this could be an issue and the reason why so many people showed up is I'm just scrolling through Twitter at the meeting and I see someone from out of state who tweeted hey um, my mom got vaccinated fully vaccinated ended up with COVID and in the hospital so the question becomes is this a vaccine or, or is this a booster what we're not really sure what it is but why in the world would you mandate that someone take something that we see all over the, the Facebook and all over Twitter and all over the internet that may or may not be effective? Now, obviously, I'm not a doctor. I can't tell you what is and isn't effective, but what I can tell you is, is what I keep seeing over and over again. So a lot of people showed up. It was standing room only. In fact, it got a little heated in a few spots because they were actively removing people who didn't have their mask over their nose and mouth or, or whatever that was. So look, Here's an example of that. This happened a few times. This was probably the most extreme. Check it out, and I'll come back, and I'll debunk the whole full hospital stuff. All right? Okay. 
So that's what happened in that particular instance. Other instances in which folks were removed uh, a number at a time were like when they talked about how they determine the COVID-like symptoms being a runny nose. Uh, the room erupted into laughter. Some people would maybe bellow out something. And the staff there, the, the security staff were on them really quickly and they get them out of the room. So you can't get everybody out when the whole room erupts, but they picked out who they consider to be, I guess, instigators. And uh, so that's that, that continued throughout the meeting, people coming and going like that. So let's debunk the rumor that our hospitals are full, our emergency rooms are full, all of that stuff is full. Right now, who, who's the first on the list? Dr. No, excuse me, Dr. Joseph Cantor is the fellow speaking for the most part. The representative, Kenny Cox, asked the question about are, aren't all our hospitals full? Uh, what are we going to do? That kind of stuff. Check this out. How many beds we have left? Are we in a critical situation with beds? And I heard you say something to that. We're definitely in a critical situation, but it, it's actually not the physical beds right now. It, it, it's not physical space. That's our limiting factor. It's, it's staff. And what, what hospitals are doing is they're asking nurses and docs to, to care for more patients than they normally would and stretch those resources. And there's, there's, there's consequences to that. Yeah. So next up we have, uh, by the way, that was uh, Kenny Cox, Democrat Natchitoches. Uh, next up we have Dustin Miller, Democrat Opelousas. His question is, when are going to reopen the convention center and, and put a bunch of COVID patients in there? Because obviously all the beds are full. We, we have to do something like we did last time. Um, it's, it's the same question as before, but here we go again. So I remember the first, the first time this happened, we, we developed different uh, places like in New Orleans. I think it was the Memorial Convention Center or somewhere. Where are we to where we potentially need that? I know right now we may be diverting to different areas of the state that may not be at capacity, but are we near needing to potentially create more, more capacity space? Or The issue now is staff. And, you know, if we were able to bring in staff to operate a facility like that, we would just as soon direct those staff to hospitals and let them augment the hospitals. So really the staffing is the limiting factor right now. Poor Dr. Cantor. He just gets, keeps getting this question over and over again. In fact, the next one, uh, Representative Travis Johnson, Democrat from Vidalia, Louisiana. I'm not even going to play his question because you'll see it's the same answer again. Here we go. Um, it's really staff. It's it's qualified healthcare staff, and and that's the limiting factor. Space, physical space, physical beds, that will become a factor. But what we hear from hospitals is they will do what it takes if they have the personnel resources to care for however number of patients they need to care for. If they need to double occupy rooms, if they need to put patients in hallways, they'll do that. They'll care for the patients that need help. But they don't have enough nurses. They don't have enough respiratory techs to do that. And that's why we see the hospitals reporting the capacity issues that they have right now. So I've showed you now three times where the poor Dr. Joseph Cantor has repeatedly said, we don't have a beds problem. We don't have a facilities problem. We have a staffing problem. I don't know why he doesn't <laughs> do it like that. It's like, come on, y'all. Are you even listening? Or did someone hand you a sheet of paper with 
questions pre-printed and, and you all got the same memo. So you're all asking the exact same question. Well, not to be outdone. Here we go. Representative Robbie Carter, Democrat from Amit, Louisiana. Again. We have a shortage of qualified healthcare staff right now, mostly nurses and respiratory techs. All right, so from here, Representative Carter goes on to brag about how he brought home the bacon in his district and how he now has um, ventilators and, and um, et cetera, et cetera. And so he changed the subject a little bit. Effectively, he, he, he realized, okay, maybe we've asked this question one or four too many times. <laughs> so here we go again. Dr. Joseph Kanner explaining once more what the problem is. And I, I wish the problem now was ventilators because that's a discrete item that we could source. Um, but it's not. It's, it's, it's the staff that are qualified to care for the patient on the ventilator. Pop quiz. What's the problem? Well, well he just told you five times what the problem is. And, and again, those five times aren't necessarily all five. Uh, that, that happened at the meeting. Those are just, we just pulled four representatives who asked that question. There could have been more. So <laughs> apparently the narrative wasn't, it wasn't sinking in. We got to ask him again because he's not saying the right thing. Yes, the beds are full. The hospitals are full. We have to do something. We have to, I guess, build more hospitals. Um, well, that's not the answer. The answer is staff. And how is the healthcare industry planning to fix the staffing problem? why they're going to fire anyone who doesn't want to take the COVID vaccine, because that's going to solve the staffing problem. 